0: Uh, let's get into it, because Dan, you've brought him up a few times now. Auburn has reached out to; they're one of quite a few teams. I think there were. Well, real I think I saw, real,
1: real yeah, quick on the real quick on the league before you before you get into the specific mm-hmm. recruit. I would say, at the moment, there are five coaches in the SEC who, in this climate of college basketball, they've earned the benefit of the doubt. Where I'm, you know, it feels like they're going to contend or or have something close to a contender every single year. And and they're in reload rather than rebuild mode. uh, Bruce is one of them. Uh, Mm -hmm. Calipari, Rick Barnes, Nate Oates, and Eric Musselman would be my five sec coaches that I would just say, you know, I'm, I'm willing to trust based on what they've been able to do the last few seasons that, they're, they're going to go into next season, find a way to go into next season in a position of strength. How strong is it conference championship contender or final four? Like that I'm not so sure about, but but I think those are the five guys right now where you you can trust them. And then the question is, you know, can someone jump in or fall out of those rankings depending on how they oh, do yeah. over, over the next few seasons?
0: Like, like, yeah, we just watched Missouri and Vanderbilt have two great seasons, and and two guys that I think are excellent coaches—one a brand new one in Dennis Gates, and another but, one in 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 uh, Jerry Stackhouse—that's like well regarded as one of the best X and o, X's and O's coaches in the country.
1: And and Buzz just won the title, right? Or just, and just Buzz just won the title? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so there's also A and M, you know, m- maybe knocking on the door of that group as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a knife fight just to get into the top half of the league, um, and I think. That's the thing is, like, you can set up your roster. You have to build that roster because it's kind of like in college football. You have to have that certain level of, you know, talent, the blue chip ratio or whatever, to get into the door. But that doesn't guarantee you anything, right? Like, you know, you can recruit at a really, really high level, and that's the bare minimum you need to win a championship. But if everybody else is recruiting at that level and developing at that level, you know, you don't have to necessarily – you don't have to necessarily uh, uh, <laughs> think it's a guarantee year in and year out. So we'll talk about some of these transfers. The big one is Matthew Cleveland, as it, as he has been reached out to by Auburn. Um, 17 other schools were in that list that, um, that Joe Tipton tweeted out, and, and others have had it as well. Matthew Cleveland is one of the biggest possible gets. Anybody can get in the portal this cycle. Um, because of what he represents as a player. Now, he's coming from Florida State. If you know anything about Florida State, this past year they were, like, dreadfully bad. Like, out of nowhere. Because Leonard Hamilton had been, had this run of just like, oh, Florida State's just going to be awesome year in and year out. And, um, you know, may not always be a title contender, but, like, you'll look up and say, man, they're sending guys to the league. They've got everything that you want. They were awful. I don't think they got to ten wins this past season. Um, They, they, they finished
1: – th- they they finished stronger in the ACC. I know they ended up winning seven conference games, but I was bothering you throughout the year about how bad Florida State was because it felt like I mean we we just we you know, talking about coaches who had set a standard. Leonard Hamilton had seemingly set a standard there in Tallahassee and it was shocking to see them struggle out of conference against low mid major programs that Florida State usually trounces to see them go to Tallahassee and win and then to see them just not compete with the best teams in the ACC most of the time.
0: Bad year for Florida State. They're glad that they're glad that Louisville existed um because that that would have they I mean they were on track to be kind of the 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 dirt worst <laughs> team in major conference basketball, but Louisville was worse. And then, like you said, Dylan, by the end of the year, they had won. They they finished fourth to last in the league. Like Georgia Tech and Notre Dame were both below them. Matthew Cleveland is like who I – like if you close your eyes and think of a Florida State player under Leonard, Leonard Hamilton, especially the last few years, Matthew Cleveland is going to be probably what you look at when you open your eyes. I mean, they have had this run under Hamilton where they just put dudes in the league that are all six seven, six eight, six nine. Good size, you know, can do some of everything. Freakishly athletic. I mean, Patrick Williams. Uh, you had uh, you had Scotty Barnes. Um, you know, they've they've had they've had just had a run. Terrence Mann has been is in the league as well. Um, they just had this run where like all those guys kind of looked like that. And Auburn recruited Matthew Cleveland out of high school. Went after him pretty strongly. Um, he played AAU with. Uh, Jabari Smith. He's from Alpharetta. Um, but five-star player, top 25 recruit in the class of 2021. Last two seasons at Florida State last year, he was sixth man of the year in the ACC. This year he moves into a starting role. And his numbers are pretty dadgum good, considering the fact that they were a bad team this year. Uh, 13.8 points per game, 7.4 rebounds per game. Uh, shot 35% from deep, which is good for a guy who's six-seven. Um and and, and it's kind of more of a stretch for maybe big three than anything. Um he's got two seasons left to eligibility. Look, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a war to to land him for anybody. Uh, but Auburn does have it's kinda like going after Walker Kessler again, where it's like you do have that connection. Um, you know, folks who who followed his recruitment coming out of high school you know they're like, Yeah, Auburn really, really wanted and pushed hard, but it always felt like it was gonna be Florida State's battle to lose. Now you get this second chance at him, and we talked about earlier, Dan, like the potential of Allen Flanagan moving on. I think Cleveland's a three or a four in this system um, if if he come in. But great rebounder, good scorer. Uh, it's got a, a you know I'm looking at hoop math right now. He shot 46 uh, percent of his shots last season were two point uh, jumpers. Um. so he's got a got a decent mid-range game. Doesn't take a lot of threes, but he hits a decent amount of them. Really good at the rim. Shot 62% at the rim last season. This is the dude that is kind of like plug and play. You want that as a three if Alan Flanagan's gone, as potentially a four if you have somebody else at the three, and like in Painter's scenario where you can get a little bit more um, I think you can get a little bit more versatile with your front court, and you have you can move guys like Jalen Williams around, and you can play with different scenarios and matchups. But um, we saw Auburn put the screws uh, to to the Denver Jones race and come out victorious. This one's going to be harder, just because of the amount of people involved. I think, uh, but uh, you know, th- this could be this could be a massive win. You know, former five stars don't pop up into the transfer portal every day and also former five stars that have played at a high level and have produced uh, uh, in a power conference level don't come around every day and, and Matthew Cleveland one of them
1: right and Bruce has a track record and, and Bruce and his staff have a track record of taking players that maybe weren't viewed as lottery picks necessarily Jabari was a big time recruit but between Jabari and Isaac Okoro right they've taken guys who fit a similar profile to Matthew Cleveland, and they've turned them into lottery picks in the NBA draft. And that could be very attractive to a player like Matthew Cleveland leaving a situation that was, for whatever reason, unsatisfactory.